0: Hello and welcome to Guess What? You're Wrong. Enjoy the show! Okay, let's go ahead and get this started here today. Welcome back to another episode of Guess What? You're Wrong. What a week it has been. Gas prices are going up. Food prices are going up. Inflation is on the rise Inflation, man, damn it Now, The one thing that's not going up are pay, am I right? But it's all Putin's fault, right? Sure you're right Anywho, this week is going to be a little bit different Now I have a few questions that uh, were sent in to me I've gathered them together here um, From various folks uh, that I know I'm going to be diving into those uh, now, these questions will range from comic-based uh, to current events and everything in between. I'll. Um, it's sad that I have to do this, but let's go ahead and start by giving this disclaimer. I'm not a professional news person, a reporter, a talking head, professor, teacher, or comic pro. I don't pretend to be. Um, an average, everyday American citizen that has views and opinions about a ri- wide, wide variety of of topics now with that said let's move on to the first question first from a friend of mine in the great state of North Kackalake, North Carolina the question is why give us a black Clark Kent and a black Superman that is awesome enough to carry a film and where the hell is the live action Miles Morales Spider-Man <laughs> perfect All right, let's go ahead and uh, dive right into this one, head on. Okay, tokenization. It's happened to some of the great characters that we love. Spider-Man was tokenized, and we got Spider-Woman in various incarnations. And now we have Spider-Gwen. They went as far as making a black Spider-Man in Miles Morales. And then we have Superman. Originally tokenized as Supergirl. Then later, with various incarnations in The Death of Superman, run. And now we are being handed a Black Clark Kent and yet another incarnation of Superman. Why are they giving us a Black Clark Kent? Simple. Because they are pandering to the woke crowd. And that's plain and simple. What a lot of these people don't understand is that the books likely won't sell that great. Those people that are into comics likely don't care too much about this drivel and likely won't buy the books. Warner Brothers doesn't care about those people. They are targeting normies. Those that will watch the shows but have little to no knowledge or history of what is actually canon for that character. The majority of those people are in the woke crowd. They will watch the shows and spread their love for it. But they won't buy the books. They bring out these tokenized characters and then they just tell us that it's from another universe. Lazy writing, in my opinion. Um, They can't create, so they just tokenize a character and just add another layer to the multiverse. Um, At one point now, DC had the right idea with the Crisis on Infinite Earths run. Um, They did collapse them all into one Earth. Made everything great again. But then they started deviating again, creating multiple Earths for all of these various tokenized characters to live in. Interesting, eh? <clears throat> On to the next part of the question, a Miles Morales live-action movie. Well, honest, I'm not sure I want to see that one, but uh, you know, Peter Darker or Miles Morales is a tokenized version of a character that I love. Spider-Man. Miles didn't really do very good in the comic books, um, but he did great in the the Spider-Verse movie. Um, In my opinion, leave him there. Leave him in the Spider-Verse movies. Um, Even currently in comics, he wasn't that great of a character, so they decided to give him his own run of the What If titles. You know, what if Miles Morales was Captain America? What if Miles Morales is Wolverine? What if he was Thor? And so on, you know. The what if comics... I'm not sure if they did that great or not. You know, I really don't know. Um, But those people that know little to nothing about the comics... Love them on the big screen. Um, Even me, not a huge fan of the comic version... But didn't mind him in the Spider-Verse. Leave him there. Kill him off in the comics easy fix. Um, As for a live-action version, uh, they would for sure have to tie that into the Spider-Verse somehow. Um, Since Sony already has multiple Spider-Man movies and they currently brought them all into the multiverse in the the most recent Iron Boy movie. Um, So I have no doubt that they will now be working in the Spider-Verse movies into this Iron Boy storyline. Not sure how they're going to do it, but I think that is when... We will see Miles Morales as a live-action character instead of a cartoon, in my opinion. And if you think any differently, guess what? You're wrong. (laughs) And on to the next question from a friend of the show that resides in the evergreen state. (laughs) What the hell is Biden doing Well, this is kind of a change of pace. Uh, To answer simply, he has no idea what he's doing. (laughs) I think the guy has dementia. I think he's senile. Um, But as to the path that those around him have put us on, we're heading to a fundamental transformation of America. Yep, it started with President Obama. And Biden is just moving the agenda forward. Now, you will own nothing and be happy, as Klaus Schwab has made it clear. Biden and his peeps have bought into the idea that we need to be a fascist country, sprinkled here and there with Marxists and socialists. Now, look, more government control over your lives is not a good thing. Liberty, on the other hand, is a good thing, and the path that we're on now leads to a total diminishment of all of our liberties. Have you ever read 1984 or A Brave New World? We're heading in that direction. Now, the government's not supposed to have this much power, but we as a nation have allowed them to have it. The office of the president was not supposed to have that much power, but look at how much he affects our daily lives with executive orders and forcefully doing this and that and the other thing. We don't need more laws. We need less. We do not need more government in our lives. We need less. Decentralization is the path that we need to follow. We need the government out of our lives completely. Stop dictating what we need to wear, what we need to read, what we need to put into our bodies and what we can listen to. Leave us alone and let us live our lives plain and simple. Biden has been the worst president in American history, worse than FDR and worse than Woodrow Wilson. And his first year isn't even up yet. Now, as far as the office of the president, there has not been anyone in that office for a long, long time that has deserved it. Or deserved my respect Disagree? Well guess what? You're wrong Next question From the Sunshine State Were the good old days as good as we remember them Or are we misremembering due to nostalgia? Leave it to this guy to get deep (laughs) <laughs> okay, now I can only speak on uh, you know for myself here, but the good old days for me are very good, due in large part to what I like to call NAD, nostalgia affected disorder. I remember the good, the good times, but when I stopped to really think about those days, there was a lot of bad times as well that I can remember. Now, if I look back on uh, what was actually going on in the world at that time, well, we had the start of MTV back when it was good. Um, and it actually played music videos instead of a bunch of shows. Um, We had The Fall of the Berlin Wall, Big Hair, and Breakdancing, and some of the best music and horror movies of all time. Now, I relate to this time period, and these are my good old days. So, while I can say with certainty that NAD or Nostalgia Affective Disorder, takes a big role, there were other things going on in the world at that time that I can say that were good, making them The good old days Now, I'm sure that I will have plenty of people That could argue that there were other things Going on in the world During that time that were not so good We had the Iran-Contra issue We had Chernobyl We had New Coke And so on But if we concentrate on these negatives Would they really be called the good old days? Wouldn't we just call them the good and the bad old days? Now, uh, I think if we stick to what it's called The good old days Then yes, they're good Nat or not I think we all hearken back to a time When life was easier And the good old days represent that for all of us We all have our own good old days And they are and will always remain that Good Regardless of Nostalgia affective disorder On to the next question Next we have this one Why are so many businesses short of help? Why don't people want to work? Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and get into this one. Now, I think this one has an interesting observation in human behavior. First, we got shut down due to COVID. We know that 15 days to stop the spread turned into two years. So many people were were simply unable to work. The government... started throwing money at everyone to try and make up for the lack of income due to the shutdown. Then we had the introduction of UBI, or Universal Basic Income. Various people were given extra benefits to stay home. Benefits that included UBI. Businesses went under, leaving the employees that they had claiming unemployment. And the feds then tacked on major dollars on top of the high amounts that they were already getting from unemployment. People were making more money to stay home. So if they're they're making more money to stay home, why go to work? Unemployment benefits were extended and extended and extended, allowing people to, to go for a couple of years now with universal basic income, basically. In my opinion, this is a part of the bigger plan of the State. By making people rely solely on the government for everything, then you will be, well, then they will have a subservient population that will bow to the will of those in charge. This is contrary to the founding principles of this country, liberty at its core, and the one thing that I value most above all. By having those dependent on the teat of Uncle Sam, the free market cannot strive. With no free market, we are a doomed empire, destined to fall. Disagree? Guess what? You're wrong. And on to the next question from the Hoosier State. Why do they push sexuality in all these kids' movies? Now, this topic has been front and center a lot recently, um, mainly due to Disney. Um, The easy answer, grooming. Uh, The long answer, while kids' movies are very guilty of this, namely Disney, as I already mentioned, we also have this actively going on in our schools as well. The normalization of sexuality in children has paved the way for normalizing pedophilia. Have you ever heard of MAP? Minor attracted people, that's what they prefer to be called now. Um, the normalization of sexuality in children makes the children think it's alright when the creep down the road wants to have some pedo fun. We are robbing the innocence from our children. We are allowing them to be sacrificed to the god of wokeism. So we let our children watch these shows where they talk about sexuality everywhere. Then they learn this stuff in public schools. They are then taught that when parents disagree, the parents are wrong. And that we just don't understand. We are ruining a generation of children. We are allowing them to be groomed and pulled out of our family structures. When this happens, the American empire will burn just as Rome did. And here's a quote. We cannot continue to send our children to Caesar for their education and be surprised when they come home as Romans. Disagree if you want, but yep, you guessed it. You're wrong. And the final question I have today is also from the Hoosier State. Why is gas so high... And what will the future be like? Gas prices are outrageous right now. And many people have a different, have different ideas as to why. Some people are saying it's Putin. Sure, you're right. Uh, some people who... Let's blame Putin is, is the popular thing that's going on right now. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Russia invaded Ukraine around February of this year, 2022. And gas prices before that in 2021 were an average... Three dollars and twenty-eight cents. Three dollars and twenty-eight cents. It's five over five dollars. Anyway, now the year before that, in 2020, gas was two dollars and twenty-four cents. That was the year that we had the shutdown due to COVID. So gas was at twenty or two dollars and twenty-four cents in 2020 when we got shut down on average. Okay. Now, in 2019, gas was at two dollars and seventy cents before the shutdown. Okay. In 2018, it was two on average two dollars and seventy-nine cents. 2017, two dollars and forty-seven cents. Now I could go on and on and on and on, but I'm sure you understand the trend that I'm trying to explain here. So, as we see, the gas prices started going up before the invasion started. Why blame Russia? Because it's easier to direct the blame away from what's really going on. The old sleight of hand trick. Biden effectively shut down all oil production in America on his first days in office. Before this, we had been pretty much energy independent for the first time in our history. Now, not having to rely on other countries that hate us for our much needed oil supply. Now, oil is trading at about $125.04 a barrel right now. On average, um, when it is usually well, well below hundred dollars a barrel, why is this? I'll give you one guess, and it rhymes with "riding." Woohoo! Let's go, Brandon. You know you're gonna hear a lot of people blow smoke up your ass and tell you it's it's anything but Biden's fault. Lies, gaslighting, and misleading. Open up. Our oil production again Allow us to create our own energy Allow the free market to do What it's supposed to do As the government grows and controls more We lose more More of our freedoms And more of our liberties Biden has increased corn production On private farms though And he's done that by mandate Now is that corn going to go to help The food shortages problem that we're having right now No It's going to ethanol production For fuel man we have a great administration don't we that's rhetorical as for the future hard to say as long as brandon and his regime remain in control we will continue to lose lose money lose liberty you name it as now what i see would work is decentralization allow the market to work and allow us to create our own fuel get government out the way and let us do what we need to do okay guess what if you disagree you're wrong anywho i did get one last question in here uh let's see and ask for the guy that asked if there's life after death this is a tough one many people have pondered this for many many years most of the people that have pondered this are the people that look down on the plebes of society. Wait a minute. That's it. Go ahead and uh, why don't you ask compliance? They'll let you know. So that's it with this Q&A episode. As it is now coming to the close, I would like to thank all of those that submitted questions. Get new questions in for me and I'll set them aside for the next Q&A. Send emails to podcastyourwrong at gmail.com. This email will also be listed in the show notes. Thanks for hanging out. Talk to you later. Love, peace, and chicken grease. And that's gonna do it for the day. Thanks for hanging out with me and letting me bend your ear for a while. But before you go. Don't forget. You're wrong. Player Tater. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night and God bless America.